The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have the servants recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be assured of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his household be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Last Sunday and this Sunday, our Lord is speaking clearly about the most relevant fact of life. We are on planet Earth for just a short time. The moment we depart is unknown to us. How we will depart from this world is unknown to us. Who will show up to our funeral is unknown to us. This is an eternal truth. No faith, no religion, no virtue is needed. Everyone knows they are dying and death will knock on our door at an hour we least expect. Let's ask the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit during this liturgy to enlighten us as to how best to get ready for this encounter with Jesus by leaning into the scriptures. He is telling us to be prepared, therefore it is possible. Jesus never tells us to do something without giving us the graces we need. And it is through these readings we have been shown how to prepare. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. When talking about faith, hope, and love, we are talking about one and the same thing that has different dimensions, like a diamond with all its colors, angles, and shapes. You could also see them as the operating system of your interior life. It is important what we are going to see this morning. Here is a quote from that book I mentioned last Sunday, An Introduction to the Devout Life. Consider the nobility and excellence of your soul, which has an understanding capable not only of knowing the things of this visible world, but knows that there are angels and a paradise 
knows that there is an eternity and further knows that which is required to lead a good life here, to be numbered with the angels in paradise and to rejoice forever in God. And yet death needs no faith. Death is the one thing we hold in common. Rich and poor, educated and non-educated, faith-filled, agnostic or atheist. So, let's make a deep dive into the second reading from the letter to the Hebrews. I have chosen to take the road of understanding better the virtue of hope. What does the catechism tell us about hope? Number 1817. Hope is the theological virtue by which we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness, placing our trust in God's Christ's promises and relying not on our own strength but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. Hope is the sure and steadfast anchor of the soul that enters where Jesus has gone as forerunner on our behalf. Hope is the antidote for death. Am I beginning to see the importance of hope growing in my heart? Can I walk away from Mass today convinced that I must spend time on this important matter? I need to increase inside my soul the spiritual muscle called hope. Like all things spiritual, the best place to start is my prayer. Can I slice out of this week more time to spend in prayer talking to God about hope? I guarantee you will not be disappointed. Here's something that St. John Mary Vianney says about prayer, whose memory we remembered this week, or last week, St. John Vianney, who's right there in that little statue. Prayer is nothing else but union with God. When one has a heart that is pure and united with God, he has given a kind of serenity and sweetness that makes him ecstatic. A light that surrounds him with marvelous brightness. In this intimate union, God and the soul are fused together like two bits of wax that no one can ever pull apart. This union of God with a tiny creature is a lovely thing. It is happiness beyond all understanding. End of quote. And in the union with God, faith, hope, and love become part of that wax. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. This begs the question, am I seeking the homeland in heaven like our father Abraham did? I love walking into people's homes, and mine for that matter. You see reflected on the walls, tables, and living spaces the people who live there. We have an innate ability to put on display for our family and friends who we are. 
Homes are sanctuaries. Homes are places of rest, work, relaxation, and prayer. Homes are where we are most ourselves. Our homes can become a place where hope is nurtured, formed, and given away. What could we do to create a home where hope reigns? All of this helps to imagine what heaven will be like. In fact, our home can become places where heaven is reflected on the walls and tables and living spaces and where people are filled with hope because we are. You also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, title of a book, versus that what we saw this week in the liturgy. We saw the Canaanite woman fighting Jesus with a faith like few others. We saw Peter walking on the water. And we witness Peter, James, and John on Mount Tabor experiencing the transfiguration. The title of the book here quoted describes the essential need we have today to eliminate hurry. To eliminate hurry. If we are in a hurry all the time it becomes impossible to contemplate the meeting we will have with Jesus. In fact, truth be told, probably a lot of people are going so fast and faster and faster precisely because deep down they are afraid of meeting him. So better not to think about it, and the best way is to stay busy. These well-known people in the Bible... We're not running around distracted. They were living fully the present moment. And Jesus changed their lives. Even though Peter kind of failed in that moment, Peter's life was changed by all those encounters with the Lord. But for the wise person, the Holy Spirit gives us keys into knowing if... I am getting ready for my final encounter with the Lord, or if I am in a hurry myself, running away from the encounter. Today, Jesus is infusing us with faith, hope, and love. This week, what would it be like if I knew that it was my last week on earth? What would I do differently? Perhaps I would choose to travel in the slow lane on the highway. Perhaps I would spend time cooking a meal for the family with love. Perhaps I would try to come home early from work one day this week and hang out with the kids. Perhaps I would spend less time in my room and more time with the family. Perhaps I would put my phone on aeroplane mode during meals and be fully present 
to my family. Saint Joseph, patron of a happy death, pray for us. The Lord is our help and our shield. Filled with confidence, we turn to the Father with our petitions. For the protection and strengthening of the church, wherever she is persecuted, and that the peace of Christ will bring an end to all the violent conflict in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For the strengthening of marriage and family life, and for all those preparing for marriage, that the Lord will fill them with virtue and love that endures all things, we pray to the Lord. For all those who serve our country in the armed forces, that God will bless them and keep them out of harm's way, we pray to the Lord. For the grace to live with true Christian generosity, ready to meet our Savior when he comes, we pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or affirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up, we pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of all the faithfully departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, that may join, that they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Loving Father, when those who are afflicted call out, you hear and save them from distress. Please be close to us in our need through Christ our Lord. 